the Urban Homestead Radio. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at laymans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Help the garden grow, singing oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hi, everybody. Welcome to, the, to this podcast episode. Today, we're going to talk to the head homesteader slash farmer, Justin, to find out what's been growing on in the garden. Hi, Justin. Hello. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's great right. to be back. Yeah, yeah. So... It's been a couple months, but um, we left off. Um, the last recorded podcast was around the holidays, so give us a brief update on how this year's been so far, especially what happened over the winter. Well, it's been an amazing um, winter in terms of weather-wise. We had record-breaking rainfall, and we're officially out of the drought. We had like 25 inches. If you've seen the news of super blooms, um, it was a period of like three months where I didn't need to water the garden at all. So it was incredible to just sit back and let nature and God water everything. Mm-hmm. And the place right now looks amazing. Uh, hopefully it keeps on going to the summer. Um, yeah, I think this is like the first time in a while, I'd say about 15 years, that it almost rained every week and for days. Yes, it was like you didn't realize once every 10 years, 10 or 15 years, you forget what the water can do to a place. You can irrigate all day and all night and doesn't make it will may not make that much difference as in the rainfall from the sky. But just in terms of drainage and basements flooding and the chicken coop uh, backing up and where to put all the water that you need in a couple months, you know, storing it. So it's it was interesting. It was a good problem to have, um, but it was great not to water have to water that much at all. And the yard is definitely much better than it was a year or two ago just in terms of how deep the water got and how often it rained Um, it was almost one or two three storms a week almost four or five days of rain we actually the first time bought some rain gear and some rain boots just so i can pick the farm boxes and be able to work in the rain because we didn't we're not set up for rain Um, we asked for it we prayed for it but when we get it we're not prepared for it just check out the drivers in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, notorious. So, yeah, so the rain affected the garden. Did it affect it any 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 way that, um, you know, besides, um, I don't think there was much of a freeze. We didn't have, I mean, we had cold snaps, but it seemed to be a mild winter, but a wet winter. Well, it was a little bit later. Usually mm-hmm. we got a cold snap in February, um, which was, I had picked up the plastic for a bit, okay. and then it got really cold around late early late February so now it's been pretty much we haven't had rain in about a month or two so that's not good and we hope to there's a little bit on the forecast on Monday so we'll see how it goes but we definitely could use more rain it's been a weird weird season it seems like we're about a month behind um, it's already almost May and the tomatoes are just exploding the cucumbers are just coming in but, and the nasturtiums are starting to take off. So they're, they're usually uh, up to about the six foot high wall and they're about three feet high. 
So I definitely feel like we're about a month behind in terms of in good way, weather-wise or water-wise or temperature-wise. Mm -hmm. um, so with the, so you think we're, so like on the terms of like how we gauge our first tomato, how we on, how, how we'll we probably got two more months, two more months. Uh, 50 days would be probably about right. I mean, that green on there, I got the pole beans going, find a lot of pole beans, a lot of tomatoes going since the tomatoes were good last year. I got the cherries, the artisans, and with the help of volunteers, we're able to plant a lot of stuff. Yeah. It just seems like we're a month behind. Because mm -hmm. the peppers, I mean, they got fruit on it. The peppers look good. Um, the salad mix is still looking good. But it just feel, it feels like the way everything's stacking up, it'll probably be a month later than normal. Uh -huh. So what are you planting now? So we're now, we are in April. No, uh, May. Sorry, yeah, May. end of April. So May. So what are you planting now? We're turning over the fall, winter garden into spring. So the salad mix is our cash crop, but we're changing over to tomatoes, cucumbers, beans, basil, and some summer salad mix like endive, amaranth. I'm still doing another batch of mescaline mix just because that's our cash crop and we try to get to July. So, but it's the hardest part is changing over and staying in business so I mix and match I mix and match the tomatoes with the greens so if you follow us on Instagram you can see some of the pictures of the tomatoes and but between the tomatoes are marigolds for beneficials or salad mix until the tomatoes get big enough and they shade them or crowd them out so I'm doing double duty um, taking out some of the peas planting more squash the Tramacino squash Mm -hmm. So, are you planning anything new for this year? Like something you haven't tried or before? Okay, anything new? Maybe say anything new you've never tried or new that you're revisiting and trying again. I stumbled again. on a Seminole pumpkin from a seed catalog that was grown before the Spanish came in by the Seminole Indians, and it says nothing bothers it. So I have about ten or fifteen plants. It says it's resistant to mildew and all these uh, issues that regular squash have. So I'm and you can use it green. Seems like it's like a round version of the Tramacino, but and it stores forever. So that's my. I'm limited in experimentation because of our um, cash. I mean, not cash for our business line, but we did take out some uh, one of the pineapple guavas. So that opened up the front yard. Really, more sunlight. Some of the new raised beds in the front yard that are on the north side surprised me how well they're doing. But we may have to take out one other pineapple guava, but it's just one of those, uh, it's a huge one and nothing bothers it and doesn't need any water. But So I trimmed everything down, um, the hedge, took down the hedge half size, so more sunlight. We did an infinity garden in the front with some rocks and pavers with some volunteers. We have a couple of volunteers coming every week to plant soil blocks or help with the farm boxes. Yeah, so my next question was... Um, well, actually, answer two ahead. What the changes have you made in the garden yard to revamp? So I didn't see the answer. I didn't yeah, see the question. Yeah, I know. Before, so, so that was the question. So great you've done some. Alike. Yeah. <laughs> so you've done some 
you know, revamping. So definitely bringing sunlight to the front the front garden. And it's, like I said, beautiful. Um, for those, like I said, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and see the pictures. We have our own little super bloom going out there. Yeah, and then it says the next one question was, how's a farm box program and volunteer program growing? So do you want to talk about the volunteer program first? And then... The volunteer program, we just got a bunch more requests this week, and we're going through them. So we are going to have three new ones. Uh, trial period. Um, we had one yesterday, Jonathan, come in to work with our other volunteer, Betsy, who's been a uh, weekly volunteer. And we tried some new things because we definitely, now is just going to be like water, 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 soil blocks, planting, Harvest. harvesting, not yet, but mm-hmm. in a couple months. Trying out some, and then we have the regulars, and uh, Sanjay, Betsy, Christina, mm-hmm. and they come in weekly. And help me out. So yesterday we planted, took out the lettuce and the broccolini and planted tomatoes, kale, and we also took out the mustard, cilantro, and collards. So they had gone to seed because it got really hot. It hit 90 degrees. Yeah, it's been going, it's it's been weird. It goes 90, then 60, then 90 and 60 in two days. So it's kind of, it's, I know the season's over for the greens, but it goes from 90 on Thursday to 65 on Monday with chance of rain. That's been happening for the last three yeah, weeks that's, at least. It's almost, it's almost reliably inconsistent in terms weather of... Weather whiplash. Yeah, <laughs> weather whiplash. I keep informing our farm boxes, you know. It's 90 degrees and then it's cold and it's hot. It's cold, it's hot. And weather take off the tarp on the canopy, I mean the patio area. And what are the so farm box? How, so how the farm boxes were at, it's currently eighty members, um, and they're about every other week, so about forty a week. And we added in a, everybody. We add a few people every month. So some people move or their business, their job changes, schedule changes, so they're not able to pick up their box anymore. So one lady was nice enough to say, you know, she's very happy with the produce, but her work schedule changed. A couple of people said that one mm-hmm. person last month and one person this month and they're not able to get out of here during pickup days mm-hmm. and so they're able to inform me why because sometimes it's a mystery like most people they either move out of town uh, have a baby or this one the last two were uh, due to job and work so I think we picked up this um, you mentioned we wanted some uh, or we all mentioned that new projects for 2019 any have any um have you accomplished any of them (laughs) Um. (laughs) okay um our list of things to do is is massive is long okay we still get the basement basement cellar fridge bit but because of rainfall it got a little muddy down there so that sort of february i was planning to put it in there january Got into February, then the, with all the rainfall and the drainage, it went downstairs, so I had to postpone that. It's now May, and the weather is heating up, so I have to make, you know, get a drop dead date and put it down there. Um, make a good time and date to put it down there. Uh, but they are definitely out of the garage. The garage looks nice um, for our open mic night and for the classes and workshops that we've been having. So that the garage looks really nice. It's a turnkey now. Um, we've had several workshops there. And the basement one, the other one, basement is to be continued. Greenhouse, haven't got that yet. It's between the blood orange trees. I think if you've been following us, we've been talking about uh, this area, the corners of the yard. I finally got to the compost piles. 
so that was nice uh, with the new soil to recharge the beds or the container gardening so that was nice when the volunteers come in we dump out the containers and add compost and then refill them up so it gets a new new boost of nutrients because mm -hmm. they're sort of tied in there and then the other thing was we've had more and more public events we have two or three classes a week and then last week we had three events on one day it was a week or two ago mm -hmm. three events on one day from nine to five almost non-stop on a sunday so we're trying to open up for that but there's only so many hours well, in the day yeah so the new projects have been that and one of them was tours so how are the tours going we've had a tour so they basically sell out every month mm -hmm. um and what are the comments people are getting, the, the, how they... Well, we have to limit it because of the small space. But I meant comments, like, do people find it? Like, what is the feedback from the tours? I think my, heart, my hardest part is to, t to get 30 minutes, 30 years into, like, 30 minutes or a two-hour tour. It's um, sometimes, well, we customize it to each mm -hmm. tour. We had the four-year-olds and then we have the Girl Scouts and then we have 40-year-olds so we try to fit each one and sometimes I forget what class we're teaching and I go over their heads or um, so far they've been great I mean I think we blow them out of the water with how much stuff we're doing here mm -hmm. and how it is a lot of work but it's a good time of year where you could see the reward for your hard work mm -hmm. it's not um, Come July and August, it might be a little yeah. ratty. I mean, I, from my experience, at, you know, leading the tours too with you, especially the, the the monthly ones, I think a lot of people are inspired, blown away, and just like amazed at how much we get done on this property. So I think it's overall been uh, positive because it is a guided sort of consultation sort of. Yeah, so we're trying to open up tour. once a month. Mm -hmm. um, that's generally with second Sundays, but with the Father's Day and Mother's Day coming up, um, we move them around a bit and so far they've been popular they're a little fundraiser bit to help us try to fix the refrigeration situation or the greenhouse situation I didn't get the greenhouse done because the weather's been so nice yeah it was pretty mild winter so yeah all right so let's see I have a cut did I miss one no we got that no that was it I have Arm another box, question volunteers yeah. I have another question. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. I have another question. So um, now that, you know, there's a lot of requests coming back in, you know, the community, everybody's coming out of hibernation, springtime, Earth Days. Yeah, you gave a presentation at Culture Club. <laughs> for those who are local here, everybody knows Culture Club as a place for to get your fermented foods and your, and your buttered coffees. That was coffees. the first presentation, my yeah. first presentation or after Dad died. So we showed a film. And we did a Q&A after that, so it was, it was uh, Marley just trying Yeah, it. so my, my question was how, um, yeah, given that um, public presentation at Culture Club, how are you feeling about filling in, um, you know, the... Filling the know, shoes? Filling in the shoes. My, I think most people's fear is public speaking, and Dad was so good at it, so I'd sit, sit back and let, watch him work is uh, magic because he was a school teacher and he had that presence and that how do you call it persona mm -hmm. um, so stepping into that it's been challenging if you listen to our first podcast versus now you can see the changes just sitting in front of a mic sitting in front of people mm -hmm. is 
his you start getting self-conscious and stuff like that and it was just watching the film again and seeing hearing dad's voice because uh, I choose to try to avoid that uh, just for PTSD or whatever just avoid pain or memories but we got a stand, not standing ovation but we got a applause for we try to explain the situation we're coming from and it's our yeah. first presentation and then you gave another one at new horizon school planting a summer garden so that was you had hands-on people learned a lot i think i thought it was better than the first but <laughs> so this was but no this was i thought it was better than the first but it went too fast i had to time time myself speaking to the slides mm-hmm. like but how then, long the, does but it then take? it was followed by hands-on in the garden i think that was more valuable they were like that's how Justin's signature planting method. So they were yeah, pretty. There's a method to my madness. Yeah. All right. Speaking of planting madness, I end want to end with the last. Do you have any? Um, oh, we forgot maybe... about the bees showing up. Oh, the bees showing up. Yeah. I was okay. We can talk about bees in the next episode. This was more like gardening. Yeah, okay. So this was my question. You said so. what happened in the last couple months? Yeah. It says in the garden. <laughs> okay. Because I was trying to keep it because there's like bees and garden. Party's so. over. No. One one thing is um. So as we end, we're trying to keep it shorter format. So like feedback on that, see if that's something that people um, are enjoying the shorter format. But last question or whatever, or one of the last questions is there any tips for um, tips for gardeners now that um, it's springtime? What, what do you suggest for people um, to you know, do in their gardens? Well, it depends on what area you are, but we do a lot of soil blocks. Uh, we had a volunteer here the other day and the day before, and it went from seeding mustard, collards, arugula to almost instantaneously, not full-size plants, but that works that way where you have containers uh, ready to go and soil blocks ready to go that you can have. Instead of planting directly in the bed, turning over the soil, you have empty soil. So what is a soil block, if people are wanting to know? what is? So It's like basically it's... a pressed block mm-hmm. two by two inch block with the dimple in the middle where you plant seeds and where so can you get that everybody sells it now mm-hmm. so just know. type in soil blocker right soil blocker it's from england we've been using it for forever it lasts about 10 15 years before they rust out it's a good thing to have avoid some plastic i mean we use plastic trays but there's 50 48 excuse me 48 blocks um, in a tray mm-hmm. and four trays four or five trays of greens going to bed and tomatoes and then tomatoes get potted up into four inches and then they grow so we're going to artisan tomatoes now basically it's a good time of year to plant in southern california almost everything it's a little hot for peas or broccoli but if you're not in business you can grow a couple plants with that mm-hmm. what else um yeah, just like like for what if what if somebody's just starting gardening? What would a tip be for them? Start small. Mm-hmm. Don't get uh, greedy. And don't get well. Not greedy. Don't get overexcited. We tell people it's been thirty two years of work, uh, blood, sweat, and tears to make it look like this. So uh, we had one Occidental College come in, and they're like, it was just so much and so much information. I said, don't be depressed. Just start small. Um, Start in an earth box, so start in a raised bed, start in a window box, and plant one or two things. You have to realize that we're on a business scale, so we're growing 50, 20, 50 pounds of salad a week versus if you're one person, you don't need that. 
So start small, plant something that you like. If you don't eat it, don't plant it. I know obviously people want to grow corn or watermelon. It's a good learning experience, but it's not profitable for us to grow among for business anyways. Yeah. So yeah, there's a difference between like home production and food. I mean, it's fascinating. For grow, food. I mean, we've grown cotton, we've mm -hmm. grown corn, we've grown peanuts, we've grown watermelon, we've grown melons. It's not it's not profitable for us for to do that. But mm -hmm. we're trying new things, the seminal squash Seminole pumpkin is a new one. Mm -hmm. We brought the lima beans back. I'm doing more pole beans. Um, pole beans, um, bush, bush just seems too much bending over, so I'm almost exclusively going into pole beans mm -hmm. for space-wise. Um, now everything's growing off after trellis, trellis it, so mm -hmm. and the next tour is almost a couple weeks away. Yeah, so any last words for, I guess, homesteaders, gardeners, uh, as we, you know, Our joke it is, is don't quit your day job, but yeah, that still applies. <laughs> but uh, any last th things to say? Uh, we'd like to thank our wisdom. sponsors for bringing the podcast back, Layman's. And if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, let us know. If you want to be interviewed on the podcast, shoot us an email. Maybe we can work something out. Hope you enjoy the new microphone and setup. I believe the audio is clearer and. It should be easier for us and for you guys to listen. All right. So uh, we'll have Justin back on again to talk about the bees and other other things. But today was just gardening. And then uh, we'll have Jordan on and then me. Uh, I don't know, so return can, return yeah, the pleasure. Return the pleasure. And so we'll talk about what we've been doing and the exciting things that have been happening here at the Homestead. So thanks again for tuning in. Until next Bye. time. Thank Bye. you. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. we've got to help the of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East. Jordan. Keep, Keep on, on growing. growing.